What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 194 this week, featuring the final episode out of our mini South by Southwest series. we got our bud Souls Extolled out of Austin, Texas. They are a psychedelic rock trio who self-describe their sound as Ozzy having a love child with rancid on acid. And a longtime friend of the show, Zach Black, was kind enough to let us crash with him. Uh, while we were in town, uh, this is technically his third time on the show, although it is the first time that we uh, had an in-person interview and the first time we got the rest of the guys from the band on here as well. We got Joe and JP, and uh, we sat down at the bar at Hole in the Wall in Austin after one of their sets. Uh, they were playing a showcase with Chicken Ranch Records, and uh, my buddy and drummer Will Cole was on here as well. But uh, yeah, we had a few things to catch up on, uh, mostly since uh, hanging out with them on their last tour uh, across the country. The guys have definitely uh, started focusing on the next chapter and uh, started to write and record another record. So we talked a lot about that and then uh, some of the guys' uh, history in Austin and growing up in the scene, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I featured a couple tracks on this episode from Souls. So uh, wherever you stream music, you can find their stuff. And also definitely give them a follow online. I'm sure the guys would appreciate it. Uh, regardless, though, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music and local art. We all definitely appreciate it. Hopefully this episode finds you well. And hopefully you're staying sane and positive and all that stuff. Um, the only things that I normally mention on every episode is that uh, there is merch for this show on the Shopify link in the episode notes. And then uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is also up and going, and we're doing music videos around town uh, in the DMV, so you can hit us up for that. And then uh, Truly Strings is the sponsor of the show. Um, It's a guitar shop in Laurel, Maryland. I'm actually going over there next week to drop off some gear. Steven's the luthier and uh, does a great job. And uh, last but not least, Part-Time Rockstar Fest is going and uh, happening this year again. It'll be June 3rd at Fishhead Cantina. We've got a bunch of bands from around town. Uh, should be a good time, but I'll be posting more about it. So uh, without any further rambling, we will get to the conversation with the guys from Souls Extolled. South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Once again, with Zach Black. What's Soul- going on? Of Souls Extolled. Part-time rock star <laughs> fam. It's been a long time. And JP, also Hello, of Souls Extolled. And then uh, Mr. Will Cole. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Of, uh, of the Hollow Truths. That's right, our band. Hell, yeah. Two bands together. It's been a fun <laughs> South by together, guys. Yeah, brother. Thank you guys for coming down to our home turf. Thank you for having us. Stay in the band house. These guys slept in uh, in the band room, which is our garage, 
where me and JP have probably fucked <laughs> musically uh, like <laughs> 10,000 times. Oh, jeez. You, know, you guys are swimming in it right so now. Oh, is this yours, bro? Nope. She said sorry they weren't elements. <laughs> She's a babe. Fuck yeah. Well, after, right after this, we'll, we will. Yeah, do your thing. Do well, gracias. As I was saying before, I was talking to you with some other bands I just talked to randomly in like a Sprinter van. Don't talk me up too much, man. You can, people can be disappointed when they finally fucking meet me. I didn't say anything about your music. I told them that's all terrible. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> Set him up with the right expectations. Yeah. But uh, I told him you're the guy. That you're the guy to know. I use the, the term node a lot in the music scene because there are people who just like are the people who know everybody. And you're one of those. Shit, man. I, I do think. a lot of drugs. <laughs> this is how you meet other musicians, you know? You might be you know, the unofficial mayor of Austin as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, that dude's kind of the mayor, man, without being the mayor. Oh, man. Honestly, to, I like to make jokes, but um, I appreciate that we have been so accepted by this scene here in Austin that when you guys come that we can actually show you some cool shit and introduce you to some cool people. This town is, I'm, I'm, I love this place, man. I'm the opposite of a hipster. I think this shit is badass. I like that it's blowing up, that it's getting bigger. Uh, yeah. But it also means that shit is harder to do, which we're cool, we're cool with. But when you guys come into town and shit like that, I just always want to make sure you guys have a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? That you guys and meet you some do. cool people, you guys yeah. play a good show. You know what I mean? Right, so right. we're very lucky. The community here has been super accepting to us, even though at least I'm a fucking asshole. So you know you're I mean? not an asshole, <laughs> but you are a bit of a wild card. <laughs> so if people know you, though, I don't think that'll come as a shock. <laughs> That's what makes you a good frontman, though. Hell you, yeah, uh, we got the boy holding it down over here on the. Energetic. This is the the best musician in the band, clearly to anyone who's watching. JP is the secret recipe behind what makes what makes it work, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and I think this is your first time on the show. I think the last time uh, I had Zach on the podcast, he was, like, driving to, like, And you know, man, talking about Austin, Gulf you should something. talk to JP about... JP's from here. JP's right. the only one of, of us in the band who's actually from, oh, wow. you know, really oh, downtown yeah, Austin, right I here. I don't think oh, you've wow. had a voice so on this could, uh, yet. Give you guys so. I mean, it really, it really, I guess it just really depends on what you what you really want to know. I mean, I, I can only speak anecdotally from my experience. Um, and that was just, you know, I, I started playing bass when I was a kid, about 14 years old. Um, I started playing live, live gigs uh, in a house band. Uh, on Sixth Street when I was about 15 years old, nice. um, and that was that was right? that was an experience. Yeah, 311 Club, man. Shout out to 311 Club, man. You I fucking you know got a lot of love for that man. Rest in peace, Joe Valentine. Um, yeah, but that was an experience, man, because it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a situation or it wasn't it wasn't a, a, an ex, a, an environment where where people were really gonna you know um, expect any less of you other than what they were expecting. You know. Yeah. So uh, the way I was taught to play. Kingo, I love you. I'm sorry, I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's alright, man. Hey, Helen is in the house. Hey, hello, everybody. I'm Helen. I want to bite you, but I cannot bite you because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lady. Oh, yeah. in the house. If y'all don't know, guys, that's P. Landers from Japan. These guys are one of the greatest artists that's on the Chicken Ranch label, and uh, that's we're we're here to support yeah, Chicken Ranch cool. tonight. Actually, did you tell us great, man? Yeah, uh, I did talking to the other guests, although I didn't mention mention Chicken Ranch. We yeah. had the hole in the wall. 
Yeah, correct. And yes, in Austin, Texas. An iconic, uh, uh, iconic old school venue off uh, off the drag. Which Stevie is the Ray Vaughan played here, dude. That's yeah. what's up. Most of the Austin greats have played here. Picture yeah. of one outside, just walking up. There's but, Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan. We're, we're like basically in what we call West cool. Campus here in Austin, which unfortunately since the pandemic, most of the venues kind of here have gone away. It's definitely more downtown, but this is by far the pristine great, spot man. for UT. It's great. If you if you if you've ever been in Hole in the Wall and used the restroom in here, Steve Ray Vaughn's probably done coke in the bathroom sink <laughs> that you're washing your hands in. So you yes. know you're part of history too. You know. So. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, I don't know anything about Chicken Ranch until uh, yeah. So so, tonight, so so Chicken Ranch Records is 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 run by a guy named Michael Dickinson, which um he's really he's really the center of a lot of uh he's he's the center of a huge web of people that are just all a part of the music community, um and he uh, he he owns an independent uh, record label, um he's got a lot of great bands on there and he throws a lot of great shows throughout the year. This this one Ranch by Chicken Ranch every single year at South by Southwest. Over here at Hole in the Wall, he he does a, he does a showcase day party. Which, um, by the way, we're so thankful to be a part of. So, Mike, if you hear this, I thank you, man. You, we Mike. love you, man. I'm Appreciate so glad, you. I'm so glad I met you, man. It's really great to fucking be a part of all this, man. Uh, much love, man. Much love. But, yeah, man. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's what's going on over here right now, man. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure y'all are hearing all this crazy-ass music behind us, man. And that's where we're probably at Probably right not now. as much as you think. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's not too bad. At least some pretty badass mics, so. With the with yeah. the miracle of EQ and editing, kind of turn yeah. it down just a notch. I feel that. Oh, cool, man. But that's cool. I mean, I wanted to get the get it from the horse's mouth about Chicken Ranch because obviously they're putting on an awesome night tonight. Sure. Invited you guys, and um, I've had a bunch of killer bands. I mean. I can't even. There's like what, 60 bands in here tonight? Uh, 36. 36. I'm sorry, I'm over. But that's 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 a lot. That's a lot for a very short period of time (laughs) for three stages. Um, that's a lot. That's that's a huge chore, and and Mike's been doing a really awesome job doing it, man. Putting together, putting everybody on the bill, and things like that. And I love people with that mentality. Like as someone myself trying to do like these types of shows and put on, you know, 30 bands in a day. I haven't got to 30 yet, but like 20. I know, it's man. A we pain. need to get up there to do your festival. It's a pain in the ass. for that, man. Yeah. yeah no, I, met, I met the president. I met Mike uh, here and his son, Wes. I met Wes. Wes yeah, I met Wes. Very he's nice. Awesome, shout out to he's Wes. Awesome. He's very cool. Yeah. I hung out with him a little bit. But it's very cool. Uh, they're also doing a benefit, and everybody signed this record like a vinyl. Um, and it's, uh, there's a lot of proceeds going to someone that was injured recently. Yeah, yeah. One of the door guys over here at Hole in the Wall was actually injured um, on, while, while on the job. And so, um, we're, yeah, I so, saw the I saw the Austin Chronicle yeah, story. Yeah, so so they're selling posters to this uh, um, to this show, posters of all the of all the bands and everything, all the flyers for the show, and all those proceeds are going to. Yeah, I should have said this, something this on stage. Now that I think about it, I'm sorry about that, man. I'm sorry. Uh, what is the guy's name? Well, the love is all there, man. The love you guys is all s- there. send some extra money to Hole in the Wall. Is H I T W A T X. And uh, one of their boys got uh, some drunk driver flew off the road yesterday and, and hit the door guy over here, guys. So, I mean, if you guys got any extra change to spare, you know, he's apparently okay, but he's got big medical bills, you know. So, it's, it's uh, if you guys got any extra love to give, you know, send it their way. Uh, in Austin. After the fact, you know, I, I can probably find the despite the fact they had that tragedy yesterday, they press forward with the shows today and the, the show must go on, right? But their their family's hurting one of their people's in, in the hospital bed, you know what I mean? So these are good people, you know, you want to support them. Yeah, if I can find the link to that too, I can certainly post it in this episode sure, in the man. notes. We'll be awesome. awesome, man. We'll make you awesome. awesome one of those, man. Oh, yeah, so you but, were saying that we had not talked ever in person on this podcast, right? 
I don't believe so. The first time I met you, you were in Honolulu, and you made an impression because I think you called in, and you were, like, drinking champagne on a hotel balcony overlooking, like, Waikiki. Yeah, we were fucked up. And and it was, like, 10 in the morning EST. (laughs) So, um, like, I don't even... I don't know. It, was, it looked like you guys. And were then the other one, I guess I was driving somewhere over by Corpus or something. I remember I was on the yeah. Gulf Coast or something. So we've never had like a proper sit down, a proper just like I don't know conversation. Really, yeah, it feels yeah. like you're always on the go. You're always got, which is true, and that's cool. Both of us, uh, are, I feel like. I mean, we got a lot of yeah. Out, yeah. yeah. We're sneaking this sucker in. Uh, yeah, we're still know. kind of on the go right now. We're at the, yeah. we're we're at trying, the venue. Trying to down <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about this until about five minutes prior. So they were like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? It's like, oh, shit. All right, let's go. Well, I would love to I would love to tell everyone what's going on with us. Or I don't know when the last time we gave you an update or what's, where that, we're at. That is exactly what we're here for. And uh, whenever you want to just start going, because I know you can go. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, man, uh, at least in terms of just like the basic what's going on with the band. You know, actually, we, you know, for all the listeners out there, um, we've had a great couple days of uh, a lot of spirited uh, talk and debate about, honestly, it is, it's not everyone's favorite subjects, but for us, you know, all of our songs have uh, pretty much either like probably a spiritual or a religious meaning. We have one or two that's like uh, touch me, fuck me. But, you know, for the most part, we're trying to write songs that express how we feel and what we believe, but also write them in a way where they can be interpreted. Uh, not necessarily agreeing with our perspective, but they're open enough where people can find their own meanings and like start a conversation. You played so. one for uh, Will and I on the couch when we got here. Wow. And uh, it was a cool song. I don't remember what it was called, but it was interesting because... The tentative name is Gold. It's the one that you and Joe were actually really excited oh, about the yeah. other uh, last week, and that's, yeah, that's why yeah. I wanted to show them. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, we are writing like a new record that we probably won't record until next year. Well, the ideas are very, like, socio-political. Like, the main song we've been basing it off of is called Vanguard. It's a very groovy, like, 80s rock song. But the meanings behind it, it's very dancey and stuff. It's really just, like, how social media, like, warps how you think about other people and think about, you know, um, think about ourselves and our, our own experience to it. And, and the thing is, like, with these types of songs, these topics that we're talking about like this one is actually pretty common now so instead of just talking about it broadly like what i'm saying right now to tell you with the song it really comes from the inside of how you feel interacting with those things um and so it's called vanguard because there's alliance like um come on and tell me how i feel and we'll be playing our best parts you can find me on the hot reel and we'll be chilling with the vanguard you know what i mean like when you see my life through social media Sometimes, you know, you'll see me sometimes hanging out with some people and also they're really fucking cool and doing all this cool shit. And it's actually, it's, but it's not that that's not real, that we're not doing cool shit, but it gives you a warped perception of what my life is really like. And, you know, we don't need to get into to private stuff, but you guys have been in my house. You guys know I have some people around me going through some issues and things like that. And it's not as glorious as, as it seems all the time. But, yeah, we're also hell-bent on uh, portraying that. And I think there's like a dishonesty there that I'm trying to address, but I'm trying to address it by convicting myself in the song, by saying how I feel, even though if you read those lyrics, you'll be like, oh, Zach's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? But I think hopefully people will relate to it. And then the song I showed you guys, Gold, is kind of a similar mentality, but it's about people being judgmental. And usually those judge judgments, I think, are, are based on these stratifications we have in society that really come down to money. You know, back on my Marxist shit. But it's called Gold because it's saying, you know, you know, don't play the game when you say that you don't see gold, your room. Or See, you do, I you know? actually thought, and that's 
cool because, like you were saying, you know, there's a socio-political element to a lot of songs. I actually interpreted that more of just, like, maybe a mushroom sort of experience, but also just, like, appreciating things in a different light, you know? And I didn't even understand at all that it was political. It just seemed to me like when you're depressed, everything's gray, blah, blah, blah. And when you're well, I love that interpretation, good, man, like things are golden. It's not, it's you, not you like you're giving that. me an interpretation where I'm like, wow, I don't know what you mean. I'm like, oh, dude, actually, when you interpret it that way, you're feel, I can relate to what you're saying. And I think that's great. It might mean that we have a good song on our hands. You know what I mean? Now, every time we, like when we went to make our last record, MMXXII, which is 2022, by the way, is, you know, it's called 2022 because we knew it would be our biggest year ever. And it was, we toured 25 cities. We were on the radio all over the country. We got to do the shit that we've always fucking dreamed of through that record. So check that one out. It's from Omar Vallejo, 512 Studios. Um, it's fucking badass. You guys are still releasing that, correct? Like no, track no, by we, track? No, we released one done? single the first Friday Okay. every month of last year so now okay. it's all completely it's all out. out the whole record's out but yeah throughout okay. the years it was uh it was like uh dripping through but like you know when we when we made those 12 songs we had maybe 16 or 18 yeah. or something that we were really trying to make those decisions it was really fucking hard so i mean the, the thing is we're just writing songs all the time so we know right now that we definitely won't record again until next year we're gonna go do probably like a five or six song ep and a couple singles next year um but we what the songs will be, where they'll be at at that point, and what how many songs we'll have. I feel like we'll probably have about 20 songs when it comes time to record, and we're gonna have to make those decisions again, which is even super tougher hard. decision to make. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's always good when it's obvious, you know? Yeah. I feel like when we did the last record, like seven or eight out of the 12 songs we were just 100% about. Yeah. And then there was just the debate about like the last four, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No, and just what yeah. we wanted to do, we felt like all the material was good, but as a, uh, Anyone who knows us knows we're a rock band who hasn't decided what type of rock we want to be, you know? We're definitely psychedelic, a little bit metal, a little bit indie, you know, I mean? a little bit punk, well, but it's all the fuck over the place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think, I think personally, from my individual perspective, you guys are the doors, which is like a little bit more energy and a little bit more punk rock. Fuck yeah, I, I will like take that, that man. Yeah, we'll take that. The West yeah. is the best, man. Follow the blue bus. I, I can tell you, you guys, bass player is badass as fuck. Homie. Dude, I am the best. one to constantly Fuck. tell everyone Big that fan. I have the best rhythm section in the world. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not someone who walks... I'm, I'm, I'm generally dude. cocky in my vibe, but when I open my mouth, I really am, you know... We live in Austin, bro. Uh, when I met John, he said, man, I can throw a rock and hit a badass fucking guitar player here. So you better be fucking good. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> he was telling the that. truth. Because it just... No, it just I yes, I, you I, did. I said, I said I the rock, I said the rock and guitar player. But I'm, I'm not that mean. I said... <laughs> I, I said I can th- you can throw a rock and hit a guitar player who's pretty good. Well, it doesn't. You can be mean to me because you still decided to play with me, bro. The rest is history. You know what I mean? But but you. But but but, but it was you, it was it was a very my ego because I was a young you know alcoholic dude yeah. who played strats and for the most part that was bands, that was correct. Yeah. And yeah. you were just trying to say like, hey man, you're a dime a dozen here. We need to do something really special. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, yeah, I, we I gotta fucking make something happen. Thing. Yeah, no, for you sure. I mean? We do, Myself. you know, we gotta make something happen. Like, yeah, you guys are definitely doing your own thing. You guys have your own stamp, which is, that's hard to find. You got everybody fucking being clones. Be super here. indecisive yeah, and super motivated at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think, but I, but I think, I think the most unique thing that happened, um, the, one of the most unique things that happened between the three of us um, is that that was extremely uh sometimes almost too easy to figure out 
um, but you know, other the three of us, between the three of us, in terms of just finding our sound and finding finding what we wanted to do and finding what makes all of us comfortable um, creatively and musically, um, that was that was extremely easy to figure out for us. And that's and I can understand that that's a very hard thing for a lot of bands and a lot of guys to try to find that right you know find that right mix and find that right sound. Um, but it was just, man, it was it was like second nature for I've us. I've personally never uh, had that. There's been a, a time when I've had another individual, another songwriter or something where we can jam, but playing with JP and Joe, I've really never had that uh, that easy click connection that just it just felt like all of our heads were coming from the right place for us to be able to work together. We it's actually, like, we're no just one joined knows. by Joe. Joe just sat down. Yeah, that's Joe Valdez. That's what I was about to say. Well, great drummer. Yeah, what's up? Uh, hey, it's Joe here. Coming in. I don't know how to Oh, no, you're fine. You had it. It was all good. Um, no, yeah. Welcome, welcome. I heard you say my name, so I ran from across the venue. <laughs> Joe is the old responsible... I was telling people tonight he's the calm, cool professional in the he's band, band and it's starting to it's starting to come across. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, no matter what problem, well, I'll be like, man, I so right. many gigs we got off the stage, and I was like, man, I just couldn't hear myself that good or this that. He's like, hey, man, you were great. Whenever you feel that way, play with confidence. And like tonight, JP's helped work in this show. There's you know there's all these bands on the bill, things move around, but JP was stressed out because he's trying to help get the schedule on point, and the schedule's crazy, right? And Joe just has rubbed off on us where we're like, hey man, they can they can move our set time up 30 minutes, we they can cut our set by 10 minutes, and we're gonna get up there and fucking play a great show, man. Like nothing's gonna get us down. He and Joe's taught me that. He's more seasoned yeah. than we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all true. those things they get in your head, bro, and they just fuck you up when yeah. it's all unnecessary. Just get out of your head. You can have a great show every time, time, even if you can't hear yourself or you start late. Or you get yeah, whatever. Being a band dad comes from being also a band fuck around for many kid. years too. Right. Yeah, <laughs> band kid for years. You were the degenerate in your other bands, <laughs> right? Like yeah, the, in another band that I was in back in the day, yeah, I was the, I was the younger one, and I had like three band dads at that point. <laughs> and now I'm the what's it called? The what's the age gap between older all of one? You? By the way, we, we should say, man, Fair City Fire was Joe's old band, and Brian Wolf. One of the coolest cats in town. He's Shout been out this, to Brian. He's been on this podcast. Shout out to yeah. Clint. Yeah, the other day, Friends right? Of the show. Clint Manning uh, is. Uh, it was the guitar player, of Fair C- lead guitar player, of Fair City Fire. Also produced uh, our first two records and co-produced the last one with Omar Vallejo. Wow. So we're so a band a fam. Con- a lot of you know? connections. Yeah, a lot of connections there for sure. Yeah. And there was an iteration, yeah, too, with, before Clint. Give a shout out to I'll just say Brett Winning and fucking uh, yeah. Derek Cruz, man. But yeah. yeah. Well, and Brett, Brett's out there playing gigs all of constantly on the road yeah. now, right? He's in Indiana. Yeah. Color so. Machine Music, go check him out. Yeah, if you're in Indiana, Color Machine Music, everybody. But, uh, but yeah, no, no, it's fucking fun. It's a good time. But yeah, that's the way to do it, you know. And then, no one, it's like sweet. Then we'll have you guys back here next year. Let's figure it out. Let's try to get it right, you know. Yeah. So. Well, if there's one thing I can compliment you guys on absolutely the most, I mean, I talk about it all the time on the podcast with bands around the country, but, like, you know, when a band has a supportive mentality towards everyone, like an altruistic sort of bent to them, it's so important. And obviously, like, we wouldn't be here if you guys didn't have Man, I, I feel you. I, um, so. I realized, I think I had been at UT for a few years, and I had been, I had started some bands where I was playing with some talented guys, and what we didn't know anything about was like, I guess you could call it management, 
of the band, but like how to really get into gigs and stuff. And you know what I realized, man? The first couple years I was in Austin, I would pay to go see some national touring band, but I didn't really know the music scene that I was trying to get into. And what changed my life was just this thought that, hey man, I should go and support this music scene that I want to support me. You want to be in? And I in. went out yeah. there. I mostly met guys who are five to ten years older than me who'd been doing it for a long time, like Brian and Clint and stuff. And when, you know, I don't think it's to be, I think they would have been nice guys no matter what, but I became fans of their music. I met Joe because I was a fan of Fair City Fire, the, the band kicked ass. And I started going out to those shows constantly. And eventually I met these guys and it was the opposite of what you might expect. You might expect that musicians are kind of snidey, everyone's a no. It's the exact opposite, man. If you're cool, they're gonna help you any way they fucking can. And that's been my experience in Austin with all these older musicians is as soon as they realized that like my heart was in the right place and I, I was a fan, I was trying to learn from them, they share knowledge with you. And, uh, and so, you know, and then seeing those older cats when we were just starting off and we were playing an empty room, two or three of those, you know, guys would come yeah. out to our show just to support us. And I learned that from them and, and really, Everything we've been able to do, man, has been, been, I would say, I would like to say I studied the music scene and was able to apply all the knowledge, man, but it's mostly been, I was trying to study the music scene, and then because I was out and about supporting it, it just, it just started to support us. It just started, we just started getting opportunities handed to us. And that's why we're friends. You know? Because, yeah. Like, I'm exactly the same way. Empire was on, and I think I saw that and messaged you uh, years ago now, right? Like, when we first At least a couple, yeah. Yeah, here we are. And also, you know, we played, I don't think we ever did a podcast after Brett and the Hollow Truth joined us in uh, Brooklyn and in yeah, Baltimore. We, we meant yeah. to, but as April. we we party kind of hard. I just want you guys we to know we're all pretty fucked up right now. We're not fucked up right now. I'm a little tipsy. One of the rare moments. They're fucked up from being fucked up last night. I keep burping, I'm not sure if it's cocaine or just whiskey in my... Just like, just like, just like in New York, we went to yeah. like eight bars and. Guess, we had a good old time. Good well, we time played at the bowling. gutter, man. We're bowling. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, great, man. Yeah. I can't remember like half of it, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it was we great. Went, it was we, a fun we time. Got, <laughs> we got like, what did we get? Sandwiches or wraps Dude, that inside sandwich a gas station? Shop. We went to that bodega, right? Yeah, yeah. we did. I was, yeah. I, I was, I needed to do that. I was like, if yeah. I'm in New York, I need to fucking go to a bodega and just be like, yo, let me get a chopped cheese on a bone with a bed. Like, I was like, I need to do that. That's exactly, and that's what he gave us. I love Baltimore, man. I feel like Baltimore gets such a bad rap, and that part of downtown we were at next to the Crown was rad, bro. Yeah, we had a great time it was great it was awesome i love playing in like the fucking half chinese restaurant half venue yeah yeah, yeah. No, it was kind of wild <laughs> they huh? also had good food yeah, yeah. it was awesome like it was a whole fucking one-stop shop mm-hmm. we had great food in austin yesterday as a matter of fact uh we got in and oh my god it was so exactly. good i took him to Las Lomas. where'd y'all go oh, La- La- right there our like our Dude. home day you know? yeah yeah right there well it's <laughs> like what so like i don't know if this is exactly correct everyone's always like is it mexican or tex-mex and I, I think John could comment on some better than me, but with Lost Thomas, I think it's very authentic Tex-Mex because these uh, it depends on these how much families, cheese is on the plate. Yeah, <laughs> these families a lot of times and if there's been, raisins. But there's <laughs> a lot of times these, these families have been here before, like in the Austin area, of San Antonio, before it became the United States. So they didn't like my family's immigrants. We we crossed, but a lot of families here have didn't cross. They've just been here forever, and so they, when they say Tex-Mex, like I think if you there's 
it's all good, but there's a, a line of like somewhere along the way it becomes very like chainy yeah. feeling. Yeah. And then on the other side, if you get authentic Mexican food, I think most yeah. Americans actually won't like it as much as they yeah, think because they don't even know what that is. Dude, if you, exactly. come to, you come to Austin, you go to a place called Azul Tequila. It'll tell you the difference Azul between Tex-Mex and, 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 and interior oh, Mexican. Shit, they, 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 they divide but I was going to say, well. I think Los Lomas, uh, uh, at least for the Central Texas, Vista it's all about those one. sauces. You know, green yeah. sauce, red sauce, Sousa sauce, mole sauce. That's where that place does it right. That's where they, that's where they do it And right, the man. lady who owns the place looks just like my grandma. So yeah. I think I just have like a fundamental trust. And she's, and she's fucking mean. And <laughs> she's a little mean. That's what makes it authentic, yeah, man. That's what makes it authentic, little, man. She's a little mean. Yeah, she's God bless, stern. God bless that little woman, man. The, all of us, I guess, have, have you know, Mexican moms. They get more stern with age. By the time they're in their 70s, they're like... Uh, yeah, yeah, they're real sad. <laughs> yeah. Hard as a rock. Well, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're their grandchild and they're super sweet. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, this year uh, has been interesting, man, because uh, obviously last year we had such a huge year, you know, and we knew that's why we named the record 2022. We had figured out from our other records how to do better promotion. And so we dropped, it's a 12 song record, but we dropped one song the first Friday of the month with individual promotion for every song, which definitely took things to the next level in terms of all the, the stream counts and numbers and stuff. Um, and we went on this huge national tour last year, which, you know, shout out to any of the bands and people we met out on that tour. Literally best experiences I think we can agree of our fucking life out there. Um, 2022 special year and this year is really kind of slowed down versus we just want to focus on central texas so we're basically just hitting all the cities in texas a couple but times you had this a year northwest tour too so yeah well it, it was west coast i mean we went yeah we, we the west coast tour was basically southwest west coast and mountain west you know what i mean because we went el paso phoenix vegas san diego la san francisco portland eugene Seattle, and then back down through Denver, uh, Ogden, Utah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, fucking Boise, Idaho. Boise, where we met the fucking what is the the girls in Boise? Oh, Plum Vision, Plum, Plum Vision, man. Vision. Shout, shout out to the Plum, Plum Vision. Vision. Just wearing their hoodie yesterday. Yeah. yeah, you guys make us look so much less toxically masculine with that gear you gave us. We appreciate that. We need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pink hoodies all day. Yeah, dude. Zach being toxic masculine. I don't know. I don't see it. No. It's well, not, dude, you're from the woods in Maryland. So for, for Austin, I'm probably pushing the boundary. Yeah. Why? Because you yeah. play shirtless or something? Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we shouldn't get too far into it. <laughs> he's not very, he's not toxic. No, no, no. I'm just a classic dickhead, man. You know what I'm saying? You know? Everyone's got one of them around you. Like, I'm their dick. I know it. No, they don't have, they don't have dickhead friends like me. They I'm their of, one. They kind of keep you in check. I can't tell for sure. Joe for the most part. Joe for the most part is definitely keeping us in check. You know what I mean? JP basically in check most of the time, but he's the one who will get maybe the wildest. But it's a surprise you when you say wild card. This shit gets over some line somewhere and things are going crazy, bro. I haven't seen it yet. I feel like you were pretty tame in New York. He's working, bro. He's working this whole time. Pretty tame tonight. Yeah, yeah. So I got I gotta keep a lid on it too. But it's all right, man. I'm used to that shit, man. I I work construction, so the amount of verbal abuse that I've come from as well is very, very normal to that. Is this turning off? Oh, oh, we're good no, to go. Like, no! But yeah, so, so basically this year, guys, uh, we always think of every year as like, what do we want to accomplish in the year? Last year I had these grandiose goals that were, thanks to all of you restless people out there. If you guys are out there, the restless kind, thank you guys. What's up? Y'all made it possible. This year we're, uh, 
trying to do some different stuff, actually. Uh, Joe has made a reputation for himself as a great sound... I'm sorry, I keep burping. As a great sound engineer. And uh, really, he's been running... Uh, we had at our house party recently. I've never had so many compliments on the sound, even in the big venues we work with. So re he's really good. We, we, we're starting to joke we're a full-service rock band. You, you don't even have to have a fucking PA or something. We'll, we'll, we'll throw a great show. And, uh, and so Joe is you know, great at this shit, so we're going to try to record ourselves for the first time. And because we don't know how it's going to turn out, we're going to actually try to do... We've been polling our fans to uh, find out like what songs people would want to hear acoustically, and we're going to do like a five- or six-song acoustic EP that, that Joe is going to produce. And so that should be around the end of the year. We might even schedule some shows where we play a full acoustic set. Yeah, I mean, other than that, man, if you're around Texas, we're going to be in every Texas city this year two or three times. We've already hit most of them, but we'll be back. And uh, other than that, we'll uh, honestly gearing up for next year, trying to tighten screws. You know, we're a bunch of musicians, so as y'all, you guys helped us with the merch tonight. You know, we don't have our screws tightened on the side things, like having our merch game together and things like that. So we're kind of using these gigs as practice to build our brand around Texas, but also tighten those screws. And... Uh, Next year, you know, we're going to have our acoustic EP come out this year. Next year, we're definitely going back into the studio, and we're writing for that. And we're, we're actually trying to put together a Europe tour. That's, oh, yeah. uh, it's oh, a hard yeah. thing to pull off, but we haven't failed yet. So You heard it here first, folks. Yep, hopefully uh, September, of, uh, September or August of last which, year. Uh, which countries? I, I like, you know, we're city, we're city dudes, man. So we're thinking we, even if we play like five shows over there, we're gonna do like London, Berlin, uh, Amsterdam, Paris, Madrid, and Rome. Those would be like the ideal five cities. And we're saying this now so you guys keep us accountable. So like, you gotta get this so, shit yeah, done. Yeah, tell us to tell us to, to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, man, we don't know what the music scenes are like over there at all. Actually, the guys from Chicken Ranch were saying that they might be able to plug us into a few places over there because oh, they've, really? sent, they've sent they've sent several of their artists over yeah, there. Yeah, they have. They've so they can sure. help us with some advice. But yeah. you know, it's just, I'm sure that it's just like you come to Austin for the first time, man. If you think you're gonna walk into like the hot downtown bars, you know you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta work your way up here. You know what I mean? So we assume that with every new city we go to. So even if we're gonna go, and even if we're playing acoustic sets in the hostels, we're gonna have a fucking time and and fucking uh, add it to the list of great experiences as as us as soul in the streets. Soul. There's so much better about busking over there too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. I mean, just playing the euros are worth more than dinner. dollars, yeah. right? From what <laughs> so, I hear. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, the pounds are though. The pounds are. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some amazing singers in Dublin and England. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It's it's crazy. But, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys having us down again Hell yeah. and hanging else, out. You got and, any other questions? Of course, Brett. Um, I mean, that Zach is very good at, at eliminating any questions I'm probably going to ask. Kind of like asks the questions for himself and then answers them. Yeah, he answers so, the questions for well, you. Well, you know, I'll do it again. I'm going to give you some information on here. All right. All right. Two biggest questions that we got tonight from people who saw the show. One of them was, how do you define yourselves in terms of rock and roll? And I have two answers. One of them is our pitch that was developed by a third party that's really good. And our pitch that we book gigs with is, Souls Exhaled's a psychedelic rock band from Austin, Texas. Think Ozzy having a love child with Rancid on acid. That's their pitch. I think it actually kind of paints... Sort yeah, of right that's just a good job. Yeah, what we good. say is we're a rock band we're who hasn't decided what type of rock we <laughs> want to cool. be. Yeah. We're definitely some amount grunge, some amount punk, some amount metal, yeah. some amount psychedelic, but we just haven't fucking decided. So we're just, we're just trying, you know, our yeah. goal was to smash genres. 
So I guess if I had accomplished my goal better, people would be like, they're rock mixed with something else. But we're, it's come around to, we're just a rock band, but we're doing everything under the umbrella of well, rock. If I had made compliment you guys, you know, you're capturing the Austin sound. Kind of all, yeah. all so, by man. yourself, That's you know. Up, bro. You got those different genres in there. Yeah, but I think yeah. as you mature and as you get older, and I, and I can speak to it a little bit, uh, you change over time. You you, you change with your own yeah. things. Not necessarily influenced by everybody else, but you sure. as, a, as a band develop. I mean, it's not a, like an identity crisis, but why define yourself? Well, I think you should be whatever the hell you end up being. I think that we come from a place. I think we come from a place of identity crisis, actually, though. I think that's a good word to use, because I think that's where we're coming from, is we don't exactly you know, know who we are. And even um, when you get into the meanings of the songs, you know, um, we're talking about mostly spirituality and social issues and politics. And it's coded enough where you can find your own meanings of it. And you know what I mean? But the, but the, we're pretty clear about what, what those meanings are. And those things are super, uh, super close to home for us. And I know like we have a lot of those late night conversations where a lot of times we end up talking about our families and our culture. And um, I think it, I think that, you know, they're in the Selena movie. Selena's dad does has the famous line of, you know, when you're Mexican-American, you're never American enough for the Americans. You're never Mexican enough for the Mexicans. And I think all of us growing up as, you know, relatively, I guess what people would call white, whitewashed Mexican-Americans. I think we come from a place of identity crisis, really. And that's really like why the topics of the songs are so heavy in terms yeah. of the spiritual and political meanings is we don't it's we're trying to find our place yeah, in this world exactly. man you know when it doesn't feel like it's yeah. carved out for us already yeah, there's a, a saying you know there's I mean? a saying in spanish you know especially amongst a lot of chicanos too you know it's like no somos de aquí ni de allá you know we're, we're not from here nor from there yeah. so it's so there's a lot of so there's a lot of that but but i think that it's really about finding your true voice and finding your true under true understanding of your position in life um and shedding all that, you know, as much as I love, as much as I love that that, that people have a have a serious identity, you know, and, and have a and, and have that man. Like culture is really just peer pressure from dead people, man. And like and, and although and although it's a very and although it can be a very strong thing, man, it can be a very strong thing, man. I have a lot of pride, man. You know, I got brown skin, and I'm I'm, I'm proud of that, you know. But we have to find our own identity within all of that, you know. And 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 that's just that just is what it is, man. I think what John just said. I, I don't think any of us could have said it better, but that's the that's the beginning of the exploration behind all these songs and why, you know, at the end of the day, man, we're not a lighthearted band. We, we, we do have some fun stuff in the music that you can groove to, but if you really, if you feel the feelings we're putting off and, you, and or listen to the lyrics and look at what those are saying. It transcends all that shit, man. Yeah. yeah. It transcends all that shit, no matter where you're from and no matter who you are. You should have pride in who you are. You should have pride in all that. You know where you come from, but but you gotta be always looking forward too. You know. Yeah. But you, but you gotta be real and you gotta be authentic. And, and one thing I do love about you guys, man, you're very authentic. You're very real. You're, like I can feel what the fuck you guys are doing, and I like that shit. And, and it's great because it, it actually inspires us because we are authentic. But it's funny because we feel ourselves changing. We, we still not having an identity crisis, but I do feel like we are having a little bit of like. Um, we're starting to our influence is starting to change a little bit you go through that as a band you go through that as a band even if not even if not in a personal way that's a huge part it's just how the creative process is you know you just always just change and develop and you and you you know you play your instrument more you start to understand it more you start to understand yourself through your instrument more and that's just I mean that's that's awesome the thing is you know when I'm telling people how much it means to us that they came to the show or this or that man I'm speaking from the heart because to me man 
you know, I, I'm one of those guys who everyone thinks I'm the most confident motherfucker in the world. And I've, ha I've had to learn that that's the case, like learn how I'm perceived, because how I feel most of the time is exactly what you'd probably imagine. I'm scared, bro. I'm scared, and it's not, and it, I, I, I played some cover bands and shit. I've never been scared on that stuff, but, I, but I'm, I, I feel like these songs are revealing like my deepest insecurities, man, in a very clear way. Like I was saying, like when I write this song about how these things make you feel, I'm not criticizing someone else. I'm actually revealing my most shitty emotions and the shit about me that's fucked up. You get what I'm saying? And so it's hard for me, man. It's hard for me to do that. And I'm always scared about how, how people are going to feel about it. Because the last thing I ever want to do is make someone, make people feel bad. You know what I mean? And that's like, I think it's the best thing about rock and roll. Rock and roll, man. Self-mutilation, for example. We take the darkest emotions, man. Thinking about killing yourself. Just wanting to get the fuck out of here, right? And... It's like those negative emotions turn into something positive when we put it into that song and then people relate to it and feel it. Like, they, you know, they, it's, it's dark, but I think it makes people feel like they're not alone. It makes me feel like I'm not alone, that other people can relate to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, again, I appreciate you guys. Seriously. Sure, man. Yeah. Um, we appreciate us. you too, man. Thanks for having us uh, on this and, awesome. get, and, yeah. and giving us a platform yeah. to have a voice too, yeah. man. You know, I, well, I was just saying thanks for coming down to Austin. Hope you met some good fans and fucking definitely did. Some sweet interviews. And you know, the part time rock star podcast will always say Souls and Stoles is the best band in town. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we rep that shit constantly. I know we have at least a few pictures of us repping that Stop shit. Stop it. Please Stop keep sending it. the merch and we'll we'll wear it on all, we'll rep it all around, man. Hell yeah. I've seen pop, yeah, part time. Well, I'm going to start uh, rocking your guys' merch. Sweaters. I'm going to be wearing your shit on our shows when we start right. playing. You know, Hell Philly yeah. and New York, yeah. Boston. Well, hopefully, you know, next year we're probably going to try to go to Europe and make another record and keep playing around Texas. So it's probably going to be 2025 before we do a national tour again. But we will be back, boys. We will be back. We'll see you next year. We're going to be playing some shows again. And maybe we come up yeah, and play the, play the part time Rockstar Fest, man. Yeah. Dude, give us a good slot. Yeah. Oh, I'm winking at. I'm trying to wink at Brad. No one can see. Dean. It's like I'm trying to. I'm closing both of my eyes like I have to shit. <laughs> well, thanks, Brad. All right, guys. Well, I, seriously, thank you guys. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And guys, we're gonna get really fucked up tonight and make some bad decisions. Come to Austin if y'all want to hang out. Probably not me, but I don't care. Right now. Come right now. Where are you? You guys shut up. Next round's on me. So yeah, big thanks to Zach for hosting us while we were down and uh, chatting on the show again. And uh, Joe and JP as well. Uh, the song that you're hearing is the Souls Extolled Classics, Rapid War.